Wow. You were filling that track. I was actually filling that track. You were dancing over there, boy. I was dancing over here, and that takes a lot for people. It, it takes a lot for me to want to dance to something. So mm-hmm. you, know, you know what's great about listening to these bands? Because that was uh, Illuminate Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song was called I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. You know what, you know what this is uh, making me realize? What? Is how fucking much hard work I put into Twitch yep. and helping unsigned artists. Because uh-huh. that was a band that we found on the yep. unsigned stream. Dusty just shouted it out. <clears throat> you know, Dusty, you've been, you're the tastemaker on this show now with the, with the music intro. I like it. Yeah. It was funny because um, I like was just scrolling TikTok and their page came up and I was like, fuck, this band is sick. Sick. And like I commented on it, like talking to them and they're like, well, yeah, we've actually been on the the show and yep. i was like fuck i was like there's so many bands i can't remember small who's world. been there who hasn't <laughs> it, like yeah it, they it, go by so quick it goes know? it goes by quick but it also makes me realize that was like three years of my life of yeah. really helping unsigned artists and it's just proven man and i'm not done yet I'm, I'm just getting started on how many amazing unsigned artists are out there we got we got some big shit planned with the delta website that we're working on for unsigned bands i don't i don't know like my smoke blackcraft website yeah <clears throat> i'm gonna we're working some behind the scenes right now with some bands, and uh, if you're an unsigned artist, you're going to get, uh, I don't know what the word is. It's too early in the morning right now, but oh, yeah. what's the word? Maybe like a package, or I don't I don't know what you're I don't know what I was going to say either. <laughs> Whatever. It don't matter. Fuck it. We're here. Episode yeah. 11. Fright Night. Uh-huh. House on the Haunted Hill. 1999. Yeah. Okay, let's start. What were you doing in 1999? <laughs> well, I know what Jake was doing. Uh. What was I doing? What actually? was, doing what was I doing? Because if anybody were to know what I was doing, it'd actually be Bobby because we knew each other back in 1999. All right, let's talk about it. Where, <clears throat> where, where were we? So we graduated high school 2006. Yes, we would be in junior high, I'm assuming. What grade would we be in? Uh, 1999. I would be 12 years old. So I'm thinking maybe fourth or fifth grade. Mm. Maybe even sixth grade. I don't know. I'm trying yeah, to I don't know either. Uh, yeah. I, it, it's hard because, yeah, you know, whenever I talk we about around. my childhood, I actually never go by age. And I noticed you yeah. did that on the other episode. You were like, oh, it would have been fourth or fifth grade. Because that's how my brain functions. When I'm thinking about when I'm a kid, I don't tell somebody if I'm 11, 12, or 13 years old, oh, yeah, around when I was like in fourth or fifth grade. That's actually how I determine mm. <laughs> the past time. Mm. But oh. I would say fifth <clears throat> or sixth grade. I do know that you and I were playing baseball together like our whole lives. Yep. So... We were for sure that year playing baseball together. I know that. Yeah, and and this is the year that I could, if if, <clears throat> if so. I was born eighty eight, uh-huh. so eighty or ninety eight would be ten. So I'd be eleven. Uh-huh. Yeah. This was really the year when I kind of really started discovering probably like horror movie shit mixed mm-hmm. with like music videos. Yeah, mixed with like MTV, like the Manson shit, the yep. Slipknot shit, yep. the zombie shit. It's probably kind of right around then is when it. All kind of just got started. Yeah. Kind of. And in this movie, actually, you know, while watching this movie itself, you you realize there's actually some music video influences in the editing. 100%. Would you say? I would say there's like some Manson vibes for sure. Uh Uh, I think even, you know, in this episode, there was Nine Inch Nails. Sweet Dreams. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of influence. The, the 90s was like, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say that was the best era. Dude, it really it's, was. There's nothing about, I'll hit like that. I was happy to be like, Even though like I lived in the middle of the country, had no yeah. friends, no neighbors, no nothing. Like, stuff like that, like movies and shows and shit, just hits so much different than what it hits does It's so these much days. different. This is where I think social media fucked it up. Yeah. Like oh, getting, absolutely. getting home from school and yeah. turning on the TV and just watching music video oh, countdowns. TRL, like, oh, TRL, like everything. Like, dude, what's crazy? just ball. hit different. Like, I think what's interesting about 1999, I think that's the decade where like if I smell something today, 
and I have a memory of that smell. It's only a smell that I remember from in the, a decade of 1999. Does that yeah. make sense? Or, or the decade of 1990. Completely makes sense. So this is a little nostalgia episode here. I feel mm-hmm. like if you're listening right now, a little, little nostalgia vibes. Yeah. Uh, one, one, let's, let's jump into it, man. It's a house on, house on Haunted Hill. Let's yep. talk about how we got here first off. So we got, we got here through Letterboxd. We did a nice little letterbox lottery where we have like a big wait list of like all of our 6-6 member uh, uh, recommendations, horror movie recommendations. And we did a little lottery where we scroll, not looking, and then you stop and we pick two movies, right? Yeah. And my finger landed in between uh, Wolf Creek and House on Haunted Hill, and we did a voting poll in the Discord, and House on Haunted Hill destroyed Wolf Creek. Yep. Everyone wanted the episode for House on Haunted Hill, so that's how we got here today. Yeah, this is this is an interesting um, episode. So I have never, so <clears throat> I think I've seen the original with Vincent Price, yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't like remember it. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to go back to I'm watch right there the original. With you. We we should do yeah. an episode on the original. Yeah, also. yeah. the original is fucking great was it great yeah i would i would i would like to uh check that out i think it'd be cool too when we do that episode we could nice do a, like a nice little like scene comparison like yeah. things that were similar things that were completely like off the rails not the yeah. original source material mm-hmm. uh because uh, yeah this is 1999 there's a good chance there's a lot of scenes because I, I don't think i've ever seen the original really oh yeah i don't think See, i've ever seen it i'm the opposite it. where i've only seen the original and i steered away from the, the remake, remake because yeah. it's kind of blasphemy well, you yeah you kind of like for, for me it's vincent price i didn't yeah. really that's a big hitter for me is vincent price so yeah. i like steered away from this on like i i will watch remakes and i go i try to go in with a different mind where this is just a new take modern technology yep like i'm not there be like well they fucking didn't do this one scene from the original like fuck it i try to go in with a little uh, bit fresh but, mindset, yeah. Yeah, but <clears throat> it's hard for me when it comes to like any remake of yeah. Vincent Price stuff or like the original Universal Monsters. And well, before we get into spoiler alerts, I do actually at some point want to discuss modern technology too, because this was around that era where special effects, like um, like computer special effects, were starting yeah. to really heavily be utilized yep. in films. And I do want to talk about the difference between the practical effects we saw in this movie and the special effects we saw at the end of the movie and how there was like a huge difference between quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? God, Because we we don't want to, we don't want to show our deck of hands yet, but we're going to get to the part where I would like to discuss that throughout the movie, how maybe going full practical would have been the best route, you know? Well, also too, you're talking 1999 house on haunted hill. Yeah. It, it actually looks like it was just shot like in 2023. It does look really parts good. Do. Part, parts definitely fucking do. It looks like it's brand new and fresh. There's some Crazy. camera, there's some smooth camera work in yeah. it where I'm just like, damn, this could have been filmed today. Like this mm-hmm. is pretty efficient. The cinematography right here. Did uh, Speaking of like remakes with this and uh-huh. classics like that, has anyone, I know I looked through the list, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Has anyone suggested the remake of Invisible Man? You know what? I've seen it. Uh, I do want to rewatch it. I do re- yeah. remember walking out really enjoying it, but I do want to watch it because I felt like I watched that during the time where I was watching a lot of movies and I think my brain was just overloaded yeah. with content and I feel like I need to rewatch that. See, that one was there where I went in and watched it and I was like, you know, I, I have the original Invisible Man tattooed on my leg. So, oh, that's like, you know, that's, that's like a, a big thing for me is the Universal Monster movies. It's and, a departure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's... 
I went in with a different mindset, and I still enjoyed it. It wasn't too bad, so that's I cool. feel like we we'll, should. We'll do dive that. into that with this one here. I like your guys' idea about doing like remakes and then checking out the original and do like a nice little comparison. I think that yeah. would be fun in future episodes. We should definitely do that, man. But so, we do this. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yes, we are getting to spoiler alerts already. 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 That's a little early. So, you, didn't, you didn't even introduce House on Haunted Hill, Jake. I'm gonna introduce House on Haunted Hill. There we go. From 1999. So it's not spoiler alert just yet. So not spoiler alert, just sorry. I jumped the gun. You jumped the gun. Uh, you you, you um, dipshit. You had, um, they call that pre. Mm-hmm. That's enough. Okay, so starring <laughs> Jeffrey Rush, Fomke Jensen, Tay Diggs, Ali Larder, Peter Gallagher, Chris Kattan, and Bridget Wilson, directed by William Malone. The synopsis is a successful theme park owner throws a birthday party for his wife at an infamous psychiatric asylum for a game show offering $1 million to the winner who survives tonight. But when he notices the guests are not the ones he invited, we begin to experience supernatural occurrences in the asylum. Uh, I had a Rotten Tomato score, a 30% critic score, 42% audience score, so fairly not well received by both audience and critics. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I definitely wanted to dissect that throughout the spoiler alerts. And then it had a budget of $19 million and brought back $40.8 million in gross. So I'm thinking that it's technically a profit, even though it's not like three times the amount of the original budget. But it's not. A, I don't think that's a loss. So, But yeah. it's. I would say it's moderately successful. And when you guys got this, I know I watched it with you guys, but uh, what did you get off it? Was it Amazon? We got it off. Yes. I bought it off Amazon. All right, yeah. so, so yeah. we had so to buy it off of Amazon. So three ninety nine. I want to say. Yep, three ninety nine. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. If you haven't watched the movie yet, we're about to go into spoiler alerts. Ooh, uh, this is cool because if you haven't seen the movie, uh, stop listening now. Go watch it and then come back and let's see if you agree with our opinions, scene by scene. All right, introduction. We go right into what it looks like a psych ward, right? And we're seeing a guy sharpening a pencil, and he's, like, doing paperwork. And then pretty much it goes from zero to 100 real fast in this first scene where there's a patient outbreak, right? And all the psychiatric patients are running amok. And then we get a scene where we get uh, introduced to Dr. Vaniket, who is the runner of the whole facility, and they're dissecting what looks like a patient while he's still alive and not on pain meds. And this is a pretty gruesome, like beginning scene. I would agree. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. I, I really like the scene. I, I thought it kind of, it, it, it felt like that. Um, Cause this takes place in Hollywood, like in, yep. in Hollywood. Right. So yeah. it, it gives you that, I don't know what era, but give gave me like a forties era oh, of, of like um uh, Tower Terror kind of yeah. feel. Yeah. I, I really the like the building was cool. The looking. building was cool yeah. as fuck. That scene was cool as fuck. The surgeon was cool as fuck. And then I really liked how um above them was like a glass was yeah. like a glass and he had all these other well, I guess like patients. This, is that what was like overlooking yeah. the surgeon? Yeah. The set design is crazy it was incredible yeah. it, I, we have to give that it, credit <laughs> it legit felt like you're at tower terror at disneyland so so it you did. so you're capturing that 40s la vibe which yep. i dig i really like that a yep. lot so so I, I so right out the gate uh for the tone set i loved it yeah i love that 
it does start off strong and it you can tell by just the first like five minutes that this isn't going to be in like an ultra serious this is going to be like kind of house of a thousand corpses where it's going to be more of like a haunted house ride you know yeah does yeah. that make sense yep. so it makes complete sense so we get the scene and the patients take over and they end up like killing the staff right like and they you see that the scene turns into what looks like a documentary afterwards and a, a woman named evelyn's taking a bath watching the show and you end up finding out that no one survived during the burn down of mm -hmm. the asylum right and then she has a very smart idea where she calls her husband. She says, I want my birthday party here at this asylum. Would you date anyone who wanted to have a birthday party at an abandoned asylum or marry someone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You don't think it's a little off? I mean, I'm fucking off my rocker, so what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, but this is different off the this rocker. This is different. This is different I mean, off Fomke the rocker. Jans I, I wish I was pronouncing your name right. I think it's Fomke. I'm just going to call her Jan Jansen. Um she plays this role kind of weirdly off-kiltered and kind of slow burn psychotic. Like, she, there's something off about her, and she seems very, like, intense. But at the same time, she kind of seems, like, harmless. I don't think you don't think she would do anything, like, really bad. And then this is when we get introduced to, what, Stephen Price, which, hey, blah, blah, that's a really cool ode to yeah. Vincent Price from the original movie. So, I liked how they did that. I actually yeah. really liked how they did that. I, you know, I even gave him the same mustache. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It, it, it was it, definitely a, a nod to Also, it. Google Google the owner of the Anaheim Angels. Uh -huh. Low-key, like, they look like the same person. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, and I, that and, and another person. Doppelganger, bro, for real. Straight <laughs> up. Straight another up. Right? Person, Am I wrong? No, you're right. Another person who looks like, is, is, and I think it's just because of the mustache, is John Waters. I was just going to say, you were right? going to say John Waters. Yeah, yeah, he looks like John Waters. The mustache is so... <laughs> so thin yeah. <laughs> it's just hugging the lip yeah and at that point you just gotta let it go like i don't even you know i don't even go. know how you shave that into that like without fucking it up i think so you thin. pencil it on at that i guess point. so yeah i don't know like like women would do with their eyebrows yeah just, like goes into his lip jay can we do that with you can we no absolutely not hey no, you would look no. good with just a mustache no, i remember when i was on tour with falling in reverse and they <laughs> put me up to giving myself a cul-de-sac haircut right Bro, i forgot you toured with falling in reverse what'd you do merch for, for i did merch for falling in reverse and i think ronnie radke like uh bet me to like you will like shave your head into so a a I, I remember <laughs> getting a photo like it was yesterday of you uh, yeah i remember that <laughs> and i had to stay like you had to keep it like that for three days without wearing a hat so good <laughs> That's great. so good. Well, anyways, no, I don't. I'm not going to get a mustache like that. So we get introduced to Stephen Price, who's an owner of an amusement park, and he's like showcasing what looks like reporters, you know, just getting content for their local news. And he, he you can tell he's a prankster. Like he puts them on an elevator, and, and it looks like the elevator is going to crash, but then you realize it's just a TV tricking them. You I know? like that scene. I, I, I like this. I like all of this because what you're about to say is with the news reporters uh -huh. when they get into the new ride and yeah. they go all the way to the top. Yeah, you know he's a prankster, so he's pranking them that it's actually malfunctioning. Yeah, mal malfunctioning <laughs> on the way down, and obviously he was fucking with them, and they yeah. were like fucking losing their shit. <laughs> and I and I love that they're setting the tone and pace with that. It's fun. Well, what I really love about it is because you know I don't, I didn't really know where this next scene after that scene was going. Yeah. Then it's like you know the wife wants the the birthday right uh -huh. at the haunted hill. Their communication dynamic, by the way, is hilarious. It's like I think it's any couple that's been together for <laughs> fucking twenty plus years. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. That's, that's a good point. That's a good very point. relatable. But but I like that they set the tone here with this guy's a prankster. You yep. know, Price is a prankster. So now when you get to house on haunted, when you get to the the house on the haunted hill, that which you know. Also, the adrenaline junkie, the adrenaline junkie, the prankster. Uh, 
So you're like, okay, well, cool, because the house is going to be all fucking full of pranks, you know. And you know, getting into the next scene, you know, with all the limos and yeah. all the guests arriving and yep. everything. What I loved about this scene, <laughs> um, I mean, Dusty, you know this. I played Clue religiously. Yeah, I would play. <laughs> that my was girlfriend, the my first girlfriend thing I that eat. came out of your mouth. Bro, was like, this reminds me of Clue. Bro, my yeah. girlfriend and I would play Clue every night. Like that's all we would oh. do. Uh-huh. I used and to play it a lot as a kid too. I'm obsessed with that movie. You yep. know, I love that. So it started giving <laughs> me too. like Clue vibes. So I'm like, oh, it, fuck it felt yeah. like Clue so fuck much. Yeah. Yep, almost a little too much for my liking. I liked it. I I I, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I liked it. And we get uh, introduced to people like riding in a limo, and you're getting like introduce them just like very quickly, just what they look like, and they arrive at the entrance of the the haunted of uh the, I guess it's like haunting of hill or what, oh my god i keep these names too house mixed on up. Haunted hill. house on haunted hill they get to the asylum and this is where we meet pritchett who's played by chris Catan. which by the way the it's always the best to see chris Catan in a movie yeah, awesome. <laughs> and i miss that guy yeah. and i would love to see him yeah. in more movies yeah, i do like him as an actor me too so. he's also he's it's also the cool. comedy comic relief of the movie yeah, too yeah. as well and this dude if you really pay attention he's the most rational out of all of them because he is trying to get the fuck out of the house as soon That's, as possible you owe me fucking a million dollars <laughs> Give me money so I can leave because I know where this is going. Like he's yeah. the only one who's like telling you there's something wrong with this house. Let me get out of here and give me my money. Yeah, and like here's where it comes for me and is you know they pull up meet this dude and you can tell he's like come on like he's trying to rush everyone to get in there uh-huh. right there. That's uh uh-uh. I'm not going to that <laughs> fucking house. There is something up here. I am not fucking going up there. That guy's rushing you to get up there. Like, <laughs> he like clearly out. something is up. Like, ain't no shot. I'm let, fucking turning around. Let, let's talk about something here before we move into the okay. next. <laughs> What's up? Okay, so what would it actually we were we were talking about this when we were watching the movie last night, right? There I, I am so paranoid. I'm a paranoid person. Yeah. I I, I watch my back at all times. That I guy would have triggered am, you. I am constantly <laughs> know my surroundings. Even when I go out, you know, yep. to even nice areas. I I'm always looking. I'm I'm always looking who's pulling up next to me, who's around. <laughs> yeah. I'm always I'm always looking. Out here in LA, you gotta know how to move, you know, for real. Like, no, it's you, so you really true. do. <laughs> So like yesterday when we were at dinner and yeah. that guy recognized me and he was like, oh, you li- used to live at X, Y, and Z. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, how do you recognize me from that? It was weird. And then all night long, I was like, man, is that guy following? Like, I don't know. I just, I just think like that. You, know, <laughs> you, you kind of have to in, in 2023. You just don't fucking know. Yeah. Yep. But there is, bro, there's no shot. Like to get me <laughs> to go to a house like this. I mean, even, no. with, even with the million dollar fucking prize, I'd be like, it, it's no the, fucking way. Like well, what? Yeah. Like, wait, wait, my question. Yeah. Now. What would it take for you to go, Dusty? Like, what would it take for you to go to to this exact situation? That's not an incentive of a million dollars. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, a oh, of it's a an incentive yeah, yeah. of a million yeah. dollars. Okay, I might for a mil. Really? Nothing. Would but be I'm going coming strapped. Yeah, you have to couple. That's you have fair. to consider a couple of things too, because Vincent Price is actually a well-known name. Everyone knows, like he owns uh, an entertainment enterprise. That, that's fair. So yeah. why would it be? So, it, this would be like this would be like low key like uh, if someone were to like die, Elon it'd be Musk. too obvious. It'd be, like, it'd be like Elon Musk fucking throwing a, a party, yeah, a murder party. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, get it, you randomly get an invite in the mail. Yeah, you're gonna go, They're but I'm. <laughs> Like, why am I? They See, I'm not going. They're like, I'm not going. They're like, why are we well, getting invited? We, like, <laughs> we're nobodies, essentially. We yeah. end up getting I'm finding, coming strapped. So here's the deal. All the characters, they all are in a, a tough sp- uh, spot financially. One's like a former game show host or uh, a talk oh, show host. Yeah, one was a uh, another baseball, baseball player. player. Another one is like an executive for a production company who's the, also the lead actress. Uh, and then we get a businessman named Blackbird. 
And now, what a sketchy fucking name. Such yeah. a, it's so sketchy. And yeah, they're they're all very different. I True. will admit. Um, I think you guys can all agree with this. Th- there's not much depth to these characters in this movie. No, you no. know just enough to know a little bit what their dynamic is, and that's about it. And I think a lot of movies in general did that back in the 90s. Yeah, it's just setting the tone. Like, look, these were people of power at one point, yep. and maybe financially they're not in a great situation. So they are here for the million-dollar prize. Yep. Yep. So that's why they're there. So, yeah. Yep. And so they enter and we get a really cool, smooth camera panning shot of the inside. And this is I think this is where you and I were like, yo, this looks like this could have been made today. Like, it looks really clean and crisp. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm, kind of like not trying to catch every little detail because a lot does happen in this movie. The first scene of paranormal activity happens when there's this a uh, what do you call it um stained glass in the ceiling and it looks like eyeballs and weird distorted faces kind of like up a picasso and, painting yeah, yeah but it was like bloody and macabre and stuff and something happens and it just shatters and the baseball player baker uh jumps on evelyn by the way, she's like, who the fuck are all of you? And she has not a clue who these people are mm. to protect him. And she's like, get off me, you pervert. So she's like really like spicy. And she doesn't even care that she was like kind of saved from the matter. Yeah. It, the, the actors, I'm telling you, once again, maybe. They're Dusty, snarky. You, you're right, Dustin. Maybe it was a little too close to clue. The, even the characters like mannerisms yep. and everything was just very <laughs> just clue. Just the camera angles. It was very cluish. Like, very cluish. Like they took, um, you know, the plot of Vincent Price movie and then combined it with clue. Yeah. Yep. Like, I mean, I mean, that's More. essentially exactly Which, what with modern is. day dialogue yeah, yeah. of the like the 90s and stuff. Yeah. And then we get Vincent, uh, not Vincent Price, Stephen Price walking down the stairs and he does a whole monologue and he's like, um, I don't know who the hell all of you are. Mm-hmm. He's like, D- you are not who I invited. Yeah. So we end up finding out these people were not supposed to be the original guest of the game of the, sh- the show that he wanted mm-hmm. to host, like yeah. this game show of a million dollars. So we end up finding that out, and then we get uh, a really big dramatic scene where, oh, by the way, this whole entire time, Pritchett, Pritchett's trying to get the fuck out of there, and they will not give him his money to leave. We also, all of a sudden, get a random big lockdown of the whole facility. And this is a pretty cool scene, because you're kind of noticing the set design of it. It's a big set design. Yeah. This is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Pritchett gets locked in. He's upset, and he's like, you know, we're all going to die. This house is alive. We're all going to die. And he's just telling every you guys are all screwed. And then there's this weird introduction to where uh, Price is showing everyone that they get. Oh, I want to talk about this. The coffin. Oh, yeah, that was a dope yeah. scene. Love guns, that with visual the with the yep. guns. Uh, the coffin with little mini coffins inside. I yep. thought that was a really cool no, visual. Uh, and supposedly the guns were actually not supposed to be loaded at all. And they were just supposed to be like a thing to add tension to the experience of being there overnight. It was supposed to all have blanks in it. It was supposed to all have blanks well, in it. Have you ever shot a blank Jake? Um, I feel like I shot a gun. Shut up. Oh my God. Anyways. No, I'm saying, have you ever shot a blank gun? <laughs> yeah. Like a gun no, with a blank no. in it. Dusty was making that face. And what? <laughs> what face? This is my bro, face. You, bro, your head's in the fucking Shut gutter, up. Bro. Shut Boy. up. No, you started smiling, you weirdo. Anyway. No, bro. I'm saying, like, have you ever shot a gun that, with a blank? Yeah. No. I'm not allowed to well, smile yes, while recording this. I so shot, you shot a blank? I shot an actual gun. <laughs> I shot Have you actual, shot a blank? And it traumatized the hell out of me, and I never touched a gun in it ever again. I don't fuck with guns. It scares the I hell can out honestly, of me. I can honestly say i've never shot a blank me either okay 
Not a big gun guy, though. Uh, I've shot a lot I, of guns, I, just I, not a blank. I yeah, shot it fair. once back, like, when I was, like, in high school, and... Ever, shut up! Stop laughing! <laughs> what, bro? I know what you're doing. Okay, we're going to move on to the next scene. So, the lockdown happens, and they're like, we need to find the room where we can make this lockdown reverse, right? And they all go down the basement. I think we all collectively said, this is Josh's Balls' basement. <laughs> bro, it's <laughs> Josh Balls' house. Yeah, and there's Josh a whole Balls bunch of life. weird yeah. human, I would say human taxidermy or, or some sort, or what would it, you call it? You know it? what it like, fucking looked like? Uh, like in Vegas, they have that body exhibit. That's yeah. what the fuck it looked like. Like it all did. the bodies on exhibit, you know, to, to paint the picture of that. It was like, I thought there was even a guy riding a horse, or did I did I, I drink too think, much weed? Oh, we'll uh, get to that. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll okay, get to that. Okay. Uh, it's not riding a horse. So. He was bouncing a ball, remember? What? Wait, what? The fuck? Guy what riding are the you horse? talking about? I swear there was like a scene where I like, thought I saw. Oh, we might have been that high. But you might have. Oh, you. Yeah, you guys were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. Their, their memory of this movie may, may be a little bit hazy. Nah, I'm different than you, bro. When I when I get high, I focus. What but, about yeah. you, Dusty? <laughs> oh, I remember watching it. But uh, we'll. So we will dive <laughs> as it gets there. I'll be like, okay, you. I start out with this movie and then I get lost very quick. And, they and, lose and, me. And that is a good shout on this movie. There is kind of a lot happening. Yeah. But it's also the pacing of this movie is a little funky. It's funky. It's funky. It, it, it it's goes from weird. It's just it, weird. It's it just goes from fast, it, too slow, too fast, too slow. And yeah, and then it's, it's kind of it's yeah. not consistent in it, a way. It's not consistent. And the other issue I kind of had with this, and to Dusty's point, was I feel like it really focused on a group of characters for a while. And uh-huh. I was like, where the fuck are the other characters? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe the it just felt a little funky. Um, I feel like, you know, what a lot of horror films do is like they're going to obviously put the most focus on the characters who are probably going to end up at the end. Yeah. And so we get a lot. Of, we get a couple of characters that are just completely disposable mm-hmm. and they're there to die in the movie, which happens. We'll get to that soon. So in the basement, we get, uh, you know, introduced some some weird basement vault door. We get introduced to an electroshock therapy room and we get introduced to this thing called the saturation chamber, which I cannot wait to get into later. Uh, and then the group, for some reason, splits up like that, in a weird typical. way. And we get our first weird super, like really weird supernatural scene where what looks like uh, Eddie, who is the baseball player, looks like he's a ghost or is possessed and starts walking away. Right? Yeah, not, not so much a ghost. It looked just more like a um, like possessed. possessed. <clears throat> I really like this scene a lot. I, mm-hmm. I think I think this scene was cool because she's chasing him down. Yeah, like, Eddie. Eddie and then yeah. Eddie's on top of like this. I don't know how you describe what what is that like? It looked like a, a like a vat of a big bucket of blood. I don't want buckets the wrong word because it, it like was a like tub. A, it was like a think of a big like, like a trough like almost. a yeah I guess and he's standing on top and he just like he, jumps in and it's like and it's like a thing of blood and yeah. she uh, freaks out. She goes there to pull him in and then Eddie actual Eddie pops up and he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, and then she starts getting sucked into the vat of blood and she's just like crying hysterical. Um, so that was like the first like real like paranormal experience that happens mm-hmm. to them. And then they come back upstairs. They tell their experience. Something just happened. We don't know what the fuck's going on. And then they realize the game show host girl is gone. And this character uh, has a camera on her. And it's an old camera. You can tell this is from the 90s. (laughs) Yeah. When it starts, you think it's like, oh, that could have been made today. And until you see that until camera you see the hand. camera and you're like oh yeah this is a old <laughs> one <laughs> yeah. and she's trying to get content because she's like trying to pitch like an idea to get herself back into the industry and we get our first 
really cool scene. I, I think it's cool. I want to know what your thoughts are. This this right here is my favorite scene of the movie. Same yeah. here. I fucking thought this scene was incredible. I thought the thought process of the scene was incredible. And then the actors, you know, because you're talking about when the camera was like on the surgeon. Or, yeah. Well, not on yeah. the surgeon. No, nothing was there. There was nothing. But then on the camera. When that surgeon looks straight at the camera, oh, yeah, so that's creepy. the scariest fucking thing I've seen in a long time. In that movie. surgeon looks Ooh. Vatican. That surgeon looks so creepy, and the sound design in this movie is really cool. There's some really cool distorted sounds you hear throughout the yeah. movie that are bendy yeah. and deep, and they're weird and stuttery, and it's effective. It adds to the visual that you're looking at. Yep. And then we get a really weird sound effect behind her, and you see this random. I can't describe this creature. I really can't. It looks like a mix between like an alien kind like of an alien with like no eyes, crazy mouth, and you get this really cool quick edit of it scurrying really quickly to her and just screaming intensely at her. Mm -hmm. You know what this reminded me of? And I don't know if you guys ever seen this music video before. Do you know the artist Aphex Twin? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. He did that music video, uh -huh. Come to Daddy. Where that creepy, oh, scary yes, creature yes, 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 comes yes. out of the TV, bro, you were so right. And starts screaming at that old lady. That's a good which shout. I, that's my favorite music video of all time. By the way, that's that's a good shot. And when I DJ, when we were doing those Nora nights, I play that song. Yeah, that's a good track, <laughs> dude. It, yeah, dude, that's, a good track. that's yeah. my pump up track. That gets me track. like so fired up. So, and then obviously we end up. She ends up dying. Well, we don't know yet, but she ends up dying. So. Vincent Price freaking out. He goes up to the security guy who's like has cameras sprouted out all yep. over the house. Right? Oh, this is the fuck. This is my second favorite scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is actually there's here's the thing. Even though the movie itself is as a tone and like time, it's not consistent. There's a handful of scenes that are really effective and yeah, really good. I, yeah, I agree. And uh, he goes up to the security guy, turns over the chair, and his face is just completely hollowed out. Yeah. And you hear the whole like choir music playing in the background, like <laughs> so <"Dum>, awesome, <laughs> so cool, so like yeah. old school. And you see in the kind of had a Beetlejuice vibe. I don't know why, like a character like that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can see what you're you saying. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like maybe it's the prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Face. It felt very Beetlejuice-ish. And uh, this is where we get a cool, another cool visual. And I really want to talk about this this effect that they used. Is you see Vatican walking across a TV screen in a room. And he has a blade in his hand, but the way he's, oh, fuck. but the, the way movement, he, the yeah, movement, yeah. the movement of him fuck. is like jerky, quick but slow, yep. quick like but slow, and it's a very effective movement because it's off. He's moving like a normal person, but he's not moving like a normal person. Yeah. and I think that's the whole thing where what they're doing is they're probably recording him uh, at a very slow picture rate. But he's moving. Mm. Uh, well, no, they're recording him. Oh, how would it work? They're recording him fast, and then they're just slowing it down. And he's and walking slow, and then yeah, speeding yeah. it up, yeah, yeah. and that's how you get that effect. Very effective. I really like. Super effective. I really like how they're playing around with like different tools to make these like these uh, these scary people mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. And then after that happens, we get this really dramatic electric uh, electrocution scene in uh, the, what, what was it called again? The what room? It was called the electroshot therapy room. Evelyn's tied down to the table and she's just convulsing like violently. Yeah, going crazy. And this scene goes on for like 40 seconds straight and it's intense. And she ends up dying. Well, we think she ends up dying. 
And now this is where everyone starts suspecting who's the murderer, kind of like Clue. It's, it's, very, it's very clue Yeah. It's very Clue. And it's, it's, not, I, it's not as well done as the movie Clue. No. But it's insinuating it, you know? Mm. And people start thinking that, oh, Price starts suspecting that someone else killed her. And then obviously people start. Well, I think thinking, Price really started thinking it was his wife. Yeah. That's, that was kind of the, the theme of the movie. It felt like yeah. to me was he was really suspecting it was his wife. That was trying to kill him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I think no, that kill everyone. Wanted to plot, kill everyone. I think kill everybody. The plot gets a little bit foggy. It gets a little foggy. It, it, where this is where it really get, starts losing me. Yeah, it, we're we're losing it a little bit with a plot when it comes to the middle of the movie. I think this is a very strong start, and then weird things where we end up finding out. Oh, so they start suspecting Price, right? Like is doing it, and they put him into this thing called the saturation chamber. Mm-hmm. This was uh, a great scene. What? Yeah. Uh, how, uh, so if you ever watch like really cool, like dark, like music videos from the 90s, like Nine Inch Nails, like if you look, look, look at the uh, music video closer. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, this oozed that vibe. So I'd, what would you call that he was in it? What's that thing where you spin an image and it turns into a movement? What is that called? I, I, know, I don't know, but I know I had yeah. those it's a, kids. It's a I had toy. those as kids. Yeah, it's I, a vintage a toy yeah. thing, but it's like a massive life-size thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called either. And the whole concept is that it turns a sane man mad and a madman sane. Yeah. And obviously Price is probably sane, so now he's going mad. And you get this image of Vatican bouncing a ball, and it looks like the texture on his face has a Picasso vibe, or no, a Van dolly, Gogh, a dolly, dolly, that dolly, dolly yeah. where it looks yeah. kind of like, you know what I mean, like the br- brush yep. stroke. And then it goes into full like nightmare scenes, and um, I don't know if you guys will know this reference, but there's a couple scenes in it where you have this really weird like severed head and it's shaking violently really fast while the other person's moving completely slow Mm. and the image the faces are creepy as hell if you guys i don't know if anybody's seen this movie there's a movie called jacob's ladder which never seen it i eventually want to get into that movie it's more of like a thriller kind of not very horror but there's moments in it that are very horrifying it gave me that vibe and i want to put that on our watch list at some point okay let's do it but um what were your thoughts on the imagery during this scene like what were you thinking did, did you think it was like crazy effective over the top you know what were your thoughts eh, this is kind of where i think the special effects start to die off for me really I think it gets like right around here like it really gets into you know, it's I still mean, practical. It's still practical yeah, effects, though. It, this wasn't bad. It, I guess it is a little bit later when you really start to lose me. But the scene is still effective. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, I actually really like this scene. I, I do. Th- too. I thought it was super <laughs> effective. It 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 definitely tripped me out too. I was like, yeah. whoa, and I was like, fucking. I, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta look away from the TV. I'm gonna fucking throw up right now. <laughs> to me, this was the last great scene of the movie. Yeah, I I'm. I'm to me, this is where yeah. I this can't is hide. Where, I can't hide my cards anymore. No, no, no. This is where you start. This after this scene, I was kind of like, it gets convoluted. Yeah, it gets I, a little I bit. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? So mm-hmm. we end up finding out after this scene that apparently Blackbird was invited there by Evelyn herself. Right, and there's this whole plot for Evelyn and Blackbird to have price killed right or something right. like well, that because everyone's related to, to everyone's related or yeah. to the staff or how what Every, was that well that's this is where it gets convoluted that wasn't the original intention so apparently it's insinuated that the house like the paranormal mm. energy of the house is is, is what re- changed the guest list and brought uh, all those people who are related from the staff 
So hey, this when you is put what, it in perspective like that, yeah. that kind of changes my mindset. It does make sense, yeah. but I don't know if it's presented efficiently. It's not. I don't, it's I, not. I, it I remember, definitely isn't. I remember getting kind of confused with this too. I was like, okay, Blackbird is apparently going along with Evelyn. They have a thing going on. There was a really awkward scene that took place right there too as well. And the, I guess the game plan was to have uh, Stephen Price killed with witnesses or something like that, right? And then she would inherit Correct. his fortune, Correct. right? But since things didn't go as planned, uh, you end up finding out that Blackbird is useless to Evelyn now, now and then Evelyn just goes straight psycho and starts stabbing him to yeah. death. And this, like I said, this is where it starts getting weird because I'm she like, like, cuts it, off his fucking head. Is this a haunted? <laughs> is this a haunted house movie, or are we dealing with like an actual psychopath like killing yeah. people and yeah, stuff? Yeah. So. After that happens, he, he beheads her. His head's like locked in on the freaking saturation chamber. And this is where I start getting a little bit confused. Like not confused. I'm starting to like lose focus mm -hmm. on what's going on. So I guess uh, Evelyn's trying to set up Vincent Price as the murderer of Blackbird. And she's trying, probably trying to just like blackmail his ass. It, and, yeah, yeah, trying to blackmail his ass. That's what it feels like. And we get a scene where Allie, who's technically the lead female protagonist, um, they come across each other and she's afraid that he's going to attack him and she ends up shooting him. Right. Yeah. So this really gets weird because apparently he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah. And, and one of those shots <laughs> when he was like, when it was slow-mo and she shot him, it looks like she shot him in the fucking forehead in one of the shots. Mm. It when it was like slow happening. So I was like, uh, okay. Another thing that didn't make sense is out, uh, out of the bullet holes, there was blood coming out of it. I'm sorry, yeah. but if you're wearing a bulletproof vest, I don't, you wouldn't be bleeding like crazy through the bullet holes, correct? Correct. I don't know. I've never been shot by a bullet. No, oh, I haven't vest. either, but I feel like <laughs> it would not. We be should bleeding. try it on you. No, absolutely. Yeah. No. No, Why not? no, mm -mm. it'd be kind of fun. No, no, I'm terrified of guns. No, let us know in Discord if we should. Uh, put no, a on <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking I'm terrible to recommend that. That's terrible. And then, uh, then we get a scene between uh, Evelyn and Price, husband and wife, and she ends up finding out he's not dead. He gets back up, he threatens her, and there's this like little tussle between him, and then he throws her into that weird door vault room, yeah. right? And then this is where the difference between practical and computer mm. effects God. really are shown the difference in the yeah. how how oh, what would be the word to say this how unadvanced at that time for what they wanted to try to pull off yeah the technology wasn't there to at do all. what they wanted to do effectively and we get this weird introduction to this massive what looks like a bundle of spirits together and it looks like an ink blot it looks like dog it shit. really looks bad so, I, I was already not high. going to lie i was already high mm. starting to lose me and then this happened i was like okay it I've seen jumping the shark in and this. I don't know if it's the movie's fault for trying to do something ambitious like that. Like it I didn't even. Look I think good. The, I think the concept of an ink blot is cool because those look neat in a, in a very well, like. What, what do you mean by that exactly? I'm so confused. if you looked at the ghost, it had this symmetrical vibe Ever, to it, like an ink yeah, blot. Yeah, but I feel like the concept is cool. 
and like if you're talking it, but as far as execution, it yeah, was not there at all. I think they missed the mark on this. They one. missed the Horrible. mark. On I yeah. feel like they could have done something maybe more practical. Yeah. Maybe like the the spirit of Anakin could have possessed Evelyn, and then she goes fucking chaos on everyone. And then yeah. you know what I mean because <clears throat> the whole all the dead spirits all clumped up in this room and becomes this weird ink blot. It sounds like a neat idea, but when it comes to execution, I don't think it was executed no. well at all. At and I'm pretty all. sure you two were like laughing hysterically. We had a 10-minute laugh. <laughs> I was like, what the it fuck? Was bad. And I'm not going to lie because I really love this movie. I think I started getting pissed because you, you guys were making fun of it so bad. And I was like, gosh, damn it. Like, I can't. You had to know. I can't be mad because even I'm like, damn, this is so bad. I like, <laughs> I like the concept of like the spirits, you know, right? Like, hey, come to us. Like, I, I love that. Yeah. And hey, it's life, man. If you don't execute something right. Yeah. It and sucks. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to give him shit for, you know, the director. I mean, sometimes you just, <clears throat> it's not there. You but you tried it, then that's great. You, you, you know, know what? Do you know point? they saw that before it came out, though. I would have been like, we gotta, good, uh, we I, gotta change I something here. Do wonder what their initial thoughts were? Maybe it was a budget thing where it's like they used up their budget and they're like, hey, we have to settle with this. I like, don't know because I feel like this is such a, a crucial part of the movie. Yeah. This is really like a make or break part yes. of the movie. I think personally. absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> and I just, man, I don't know, like. I know it's 1999, so it's I, a different time. But this is going to be a tough one for uh, us when it comes to the voting because it, it is, because it is. it's it's literally weighing pros and cons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so what happens is you know the ink blots chasing after them. Um, Pritchett unfortunately opens a door to let them out from the basement. He gets sucked into the ink blot, yeah. and then they're running up into the attic, and they end up finding out that the belt, like the conveyor belt or something, to open it up is in the attic, right? And Price is up there, and he's trying. He's actually trying to help them out of the building. Like you're, you're starting to understand that like, he's not trying to get them killed. He's trying to save them and himself. Right. He gets pulled in to the ink blot, yep. and then by far, I think the cheesiest portion <laughs> of part? the movie is where they're trying to get the window, the open right, God. and Pritchett. In a ghost, like as a ghost comes out and starts opening up the door through for them through the rope. And I'm just yeah. like, wait a second, why isn't he in the ink blot? He just got yeah. sucked into the ink blot and now all of a sudden he's a separate spirit yeah. letting them out. It did not make any sense. It's, it's it looked like shit. I was really so high <laughs> that I was like, Are we really watching this right now? It's like, really cheesy I was, looking. You it, it really lost is. me. I'm sorry. Long it was time so, ago. I'm sorry. It was so cheesy looking. So, yeah. I mean, and then the movie ends with them getting out, and they, you know, coincidentally, the envelope with all the checks of one million dollars are is sticking right out the window, and they're like realize they just inherited like five million dollars, or and they're like <laughs> they just start laughing hysterically, and they're like, <laughs> and then the movie just says, yeah, yes. but but I kind of like that though. I actually kind of liked it because how it, are we going to get down from here? Exactly, yeah, they're like two hundred feet in the I air. I thought the ending was so sick because it just shows you that a there was really no way out ever, <laughs> and then b I think it, I think it was pretty cool to show like greed. Yeah, at the end of this movie is yeah. really greed. Like you did all this for a million dollars, and now your life's gone because you escaped. 
and now it's two of you and there's five million dollars sitting there but you, you have you, no way to get down you're dead yeah it's over yeah. like it just, i don't know i i, I might did, as well just got sucked up i really really did like that you know and and it kind of makes you take a step back and you know if you look at it, like what's really important in life it's not always money right mm-hmm. so yeah. i don't know i i kind of like that I, I i really liked how it just okay. panned out that the sun was setting beautiful ocean you're like oh fuck yeah Oh wow, these guys are like fucking ten miles up in the air. Never yeah. mind, they're not getting down from this. I I've, I actually really like that a lot. Okay, cool. So we're gonna definitely get into the ratings for, for lights on, lights off. Who wants to go first? I'm curious. Uh, I'll go. Dusty, go ahead. Dusty, go first. I'm going fucking lights off. This Ooh. movie was dog shit in my opinion. Like it started out all right, and then it just fucking tanked so hard. It felt too much like Clue. I would rather just watch Clue and the original of this like that in my opinion there is absolutely no reason to even go watch this i'm turning lights off for me <laughs> that's fair good jake oh man all right this is tough for me uh because i have a lot of feelings toward this movie it was one of the first horror films when i was younger where i just like loved a lot of the scenes and yeah. i thought they were really cool and I thought the movie was neat. And that was also at a time where I didn't give a shit about movie critics because I didn't know it was like a really big thing. So I liked it on my own accord when I was younger. Watching it as I was older and I noticed how, you know, the era of it just wasn't the right time to pull off what they were trying to pull off. The ending of the movie really does take a dive. It does to an extent. Um, that being said, this is still a fun movie to me to watch. There are scenes in this movie that are so fun to experience. When it, it, they did, they were doing, they were having fun with this movie. Yeah, there's some slow parts. Yeah, it comes off a little bit inconsistent. Yeah, the plot gets a little bit convoluted. But to me, those the collections of those scenes, those scenes that were effective, make this worth it for me. Mm. Despite the kind of tank of a ending that we get. Still worth it to me. I, I have to give it a lights on because I, I was really excited about doing this movie. And it, it might become a, a lot of bias, but hey, yeah, I weighed the pros and cons and those collective scenes were more uh, pros than cons. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's hard to follow up. I mean, I, I agree. It's tough. I agree, <laughs> I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Um, Man, there were some really fucking great scenes. That surgery scene with, yep. with the, the game show chick when she had the camera, that scene was mm-hmm. fucking incredible. I love the intro. I loved how they captured you with that. Like I said, my favorite era is like that 40s, 50s LA vibe. Like yeah. I always wonder what it was like to be alive in LA during that time. <laughs> it had to be fucking magical and crazy and fucking scary and yeah. everything above. And then, yeah, I mean, to your point, like we, you know, it's, it, we're beating a fucking dead horse here, but, you, you know, it, it definitely, the, the movie to me gets messy. It it, it gets messy, it gets slow, it gets a little confusing. Uh, And then then the ink blot thing, the the spirit (laughs) thing, you you really... Takes you out of it. It it did, it did, it did. But what I do like about it is it made me feel like I was watching Clue. It made me feel like I was watching a more horror version of Clue. So so I did like that. Because I always did like in Clue. I was always like, man, fuck, if if it was a little bit more scarier, this would even be cooler. So Uh I think they kind of captured that feeling for me. And then for me, I actually thought I was going to go lights off on this one. Uh-huh. And I don't know, man. There's something about that 90s nostalgia. There's something about the timing of it all. I've never seen, like, I've seen the original, but I don't really remember it. So in my head, I kind of never seen it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I have nothing really to base it off of. Like, you, Dusty, you you know the original, so you know. Yeah. Um, fuck. <laughs> if you're going, okay, this is me. 
I'm I like '90s. I'm going nostalgia feel. It, uh-huh. it took me back to that place that I loved and felt good. <laughs> so I got to give it a lights on. I'm Damn! Lights on. I honestly thought I was going to be the only yeah, lights on. on I, this I'm, one. Going, I'm going lights <laughs> on. I'm going to have to disagree with you. There is no way you gave that a lights on after how high we were in the ten minutes <laughs> that we had that movie on were, pause, laughing. I'm not going to lie. I think. <laughs> Why well, welcome to the clear head? I'm pretty morning. sure, oh, that's B- fair. Bobby, you were like, "This movie is shit." <laughs> when you saw the ink yeah. blot, dude, and the like, ink blot was the good. look on yeah. your face was priceless. You were it, it, so dude, like, they were laughing like, so hard, I could not hear the movie. You know what it's like? Like we were at the hospital with you, and you just had your firstborn. You brought it out, and we were just like, that "Everyone looks just starts like laughing shit and laughing fair. at it." That's what the look on your face was like. You were mortified. <laughs> Well, no, 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 and, and that's fair, but I just think overall from like a, a, the 90s perspective and then when I think back to because I, I was getting nostalgia feels when yeah. I was watching it and half the shit I was talking was to fuck with Jay because he was so angry. <laughs> oh, hey, I wasn't for the record. Like, for I the was record, quiet. I wasn't angry. I was quiet. Everyone's listening to this and it's like, what's it like doing a show with Jake? It is absolute hell <laughs> because let me tell you why he gets so angry at you if you don't like pay attention no <laughs> if you don't like like the movie yeah regardless that's not the true movie's done. Yeah. that's not oh, true yeah. like honestly that's I'm starting, not true i'm actually starting to wonder if i'm just saying lights on because i don't want you to be on me after this what did, i was glad i wasn't sitting next to jay because i definitely would have caught it back in you know what did yeah. i say on early episodes when you gave it a lights off and i gave it a lights on i always say i understand your perspective i can see why you gave a lights off so that's not true maybe my behavior last night was showcasing something different oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I was think, scared i think also had a lot to do with the fact that they're laughing so hard and so loud for like the whole entire end of the movie and I couldn't hear anything I could I'm trying to take notes I don't know what the characters are saying because they are laughing and they're looking at me while they're laughing trying to get me to laugh well bro that's your <laughs> fault for being sober around us so yeah. well, I am sorry about that yeah they could have take they could have took a piece of paper and cut out a typical shape of a ghost and that would have been scarier than what they actually fucking had in the movie well either way (laughs) there it is house House on haunted hill got two lights on one lights off uh there it is right this is fright night uh yeah i think what we can end it here now i I don't mind a nice brisk episode no this this one this is a great episode and i am excited to announce the next episode that you will be getting oh god i this one's gonna be rough for me you you can go ahead and announce it you announce it. Okay. All right. Let me see if you are going to announce the right one. I think you're going to fuck this up. No, I know. Yeah. I know what I'm going to announce. Well, I think you're going to fuck it up. But I go think ahead. so too. <sighs> oh, you're right. You thought I was going to fuck you it up. Our next to. episode is host. You were going to fuck it up. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, our you next were. Ep- yeah, you no, were. no, no, no. Our next episode is host from 2020. Um, that's that. I can't wait to watch this. Rewatch it with them. Mm-hmm. I, I do know. I, I, just by being around Dusty, I already have a feeling what I know what his rating is going to be for this movie, but I'm really actually excited to see what Bobby's reaction to this movie is because I feel like he's dealt with shit like this. Before. You haven't seen it yet, have you, Bobby? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. But I saw it during the middle of COVID and gotcha. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I watched the trailer. It's an interesting trailer because <laughs> when we were doing these shows, First thing I do is go watch the trailer because I like to just kind of yep. get a quick, you know, if I haven't seen the movie or if I haven't, you know, if I haven't seen the wild, I like to rewatch it. Yeah. And then the next thing I do is I go straight to Google <laughs> and I see and I see what 
the budget was and how much money they made. You and were I, and, so and happy. Oh, I mean, I mean, a little spoiler alert on host. I mean, 35 K turns to four fifty or something. We're going like to elaborate. We're definitely going to 436. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So we're, we'll definitely talk about that. I'm excited for this one. Next episode. So yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in and listen to us. Uh, well, yeah. Next episode's host. Uh, we'll see you then on the next episode, guys. I'm going to take it out with uh, my new track. Woo. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> oh boy. I would walk 500 miles. That's what it reminds me. I can see that. Right? Do you hear that? That ain't my fucking track. That was a sample. That see was. <laughs>